Thankfully, C4 Energy has reinvented the energy drink game with C4 Smart Energy, the only energy drink clinically proven to provide enhanced mental focus. C4 Smart Energy is formulated with 200 milligrams of natural caffeine from green coffee beans, plus potassium, niacin, and vitamin B12 to support well-being and help you feel your best, all while promoting fat burn and boosting metabolism. So I have recently tried C4 Smart Energy, and let me tell you, it is giving me a boost. That caffeine is hitting because I have a very short attention span. I get distracted so easily, and I tried it, and I was like, yeah, this is a boost all right. I love that. Look for smart energy every day in the beverage aisle at your local Target. Go grab a can and share on social media tagging at C4 Energy and the It's Me Tinks podcast to show how smart energy helps you stay focused wherever you are. C4 Smart Energy. Stay focused. To know me is to know that I am obsessed with spicy margaritas. Love tequila cocktails? Then check out the award-winning 21 Seeds Infused Tequila. It's a -a one-of-a-kind tequila infused with the juice of real fruit. 21 Seeds is smooth, not sweet. It smells fresh and bright and tastes incredible. Try 21 Seeds Infused Tequila. Learn more at 21seeds.com. Enjoy responsibly. 21 Seeds, Diageo, New York, New York. Hot off the press from Maybelline New York, it's new Lifter Plump, an intense plumping lip gloss formulated with chili pepper to deliver a heated sensation for an instant plumping effect that lasts. From eight sizzling shades like Blush Blaze, Red Flag, Hot Honey, Coco Zing, and more, an extra-large wand applicator transforms lips in one swipe. Learn more at Maybelline.com. For a limited time, get 10% off your Lifter Plump purchase on Amazon with code 10PLUMP. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the pod. Happy Monday. I hope your weekend was lit. I'm pre-recording this, so I really hope my barbecue went off without a hitch. I think that's what you say. Um, Guys, I have shopping addiction. I go through... Well, I don't know if I go through... I went through a phase where I wasn't really obsessed with clothes. Let me tell you what happened. Let's back up, okay? Growing up, I was obsessed with fashion. I always wanted to work at Vogue. I was addicted to shopping. Like every time I would just buy something like as much as I could. I was obsessed with clothes, like would buy magazines, make collages, whatever. Really, really wanted to work in in fashion journalism, go to school. Um, and then I worked at Gap because it was fashion, but I wanted to stay in the Bay Area. You know, the whole Gap thing. I've told you a million times. It was a great experience, but not a good fit. I go work at Poshmark because I'm so addicted to clothes that I, 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 when I was working at Gap, I was literally poshing my ass off because I wanted more money and I would buy things and then I would wear them and then I would posh them and then I would, you know, it was a whole thing. And then I wrote that article. I can do an updated episode on career, by the way, if that's of interest to people. But I wrote an article for Refinery29 about how I was addicted to Poshmark and shopping. And then Poshmark reached out and they were like, oh, you should, you know, do you want to interview? And I was like, fucking perfect. So that was amazing. And then I worked at Poshmark, still my favorite job apart from this one that I've ever had. The best people, the best brand. And also I got to talk about shopping all day. So it was literally unreal. And everybody else at Poshmark was obviously addicted to shopping too. So all we would do is talk about clothes. And then I went back to school for a for a um, master's in fashion journalism and lived in New York, interned at Brock Collection, interned at Donna Karen, all these places, whatever. 
and then blah, 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 became an influencer, you know. But then what happened was when I moved to L.A., the pandemic hit. And so I was definitely not thinking about clothes then. And like my style kind of changed when I moved to L.A. because it was at the same time as the pandemic. So I felt like I was either wearing like sweatpants or then when I would go out eventually when quarantine was over, I was wearing like very L.A. shit. I'm kind of a chameleon. Like I do get very influenced by where I am. So I, so I was wearing like mesh like things from Dolls Kill or whatever kind of lost myself and then was like in influencer land for a while and then last year I I don't know I mean I was like really depressed for a, a good long while after Tweetgate and I gained a bunch of weight because I was depressed and because I was on and off meds and whatever and um then I got into a relationship and I was like I don't care whatever who cares whatever and now I feel like I'm kind of coming back to myself, which is someone who is deeply, deeply obsessed with clothes and fashion. And it feels good, but also, and I started working with LJ and I think that that was like working with someone, it kind of helped like re wake me up if you will. So anyway, all this to say, I'm obsessed with shopping again. It's really bad. The current drama is like, do I get the black and white Ghani cowboy boots or the red and white Ghani cowboy boots? I know, I know you're on the um, edge of your seat, but I think I'm going to go for the black and white ones because they're so cute. I'm so excited for fashion week. I'm so excited for fall fashion. It's simply the best. It, I love, give me a sweater. Give me a little pleated skirt. Give me a boot. Oh my God. I'm so excited. Also, I have in my notes to um, tell you guys, I think I reposted it on my Instagram, but in case you didn't see I the other day had posted my best tips for shopping vintage and Poshmark and Depop and Real Real. And this really sweet follower um, said that she sadly had gotten her bag stolen, um, which is so sad. She, I guess there's like a suitcase or something. And she had this sweater that she was obsessed with um, in her bag it was like this specific sweater and she had recently started following me and seen my tips and I and I said on it like get really specific like really specific when you're shopping on those sites and she was like let me just take a look on these sites to see if this sweater um it pops up and sure enough she found her favorite sweater on Poshmark so I'm so glad that that was helpful but anyway shout out Poshmark the nicest people on earth and the most useful brand if you guys don't shop on there you are missing out I get so much good shit from there this is kind of a pick me thing to say like obviously I do like trendy things too like don't get me wrong obviously I like that I'm like out here about to buy the Ghani cowboy boots but I also like mixing in some older pieces that no one else has just because I think it's fun and cool so go on Poshmark go on real real get hyper specific like for me, I'm always, you know me, I'm this fucking 90s obsessed flowy bitch, but I'm always like pink, midi, ruffle, butterfly dress. Like st get that specific. You will be floored at what comes up. Fucking gems come up. So go shopping if you desire. But anyway, that's just my sermon of the day is that I love shopping.
There are so many books out there, it can be hard to choose one. But becoming a Book of the Month member makes it easy to decide which book to read next. Members get books delivered right to their door and shipping is always free. There's even an app to pick your book and track your reading progress. And there are audiobooks too. So I'm obsessed with this, you guys, because I feel like sometimes I get decision paralysis on what to read next. And the fact that Book of the Month Club, they decide for you, they pick the best because they do all that reading is just fantastic. I love to be in the reading community and book of the month is an incredible way to really get engaged with your reading. Maybe you want to pick it back up for summer. So important to always have a book when you're going on your summer trips, reading by the pool or just reading before bed, which is, as you know, my favorite thing to do. Right now, you can get your first book of the month for just $5 with code PEDALS by visiting bookofthemonth.com. That's bookofthemonth.com and use code PEDALS. If you're planning a wedding, the first thing you need to know about is Zola. Zola has everything you need to plan your wedding in one place, including venue options and all your vendors. Plus, you can design, save the dates and invites, build a free wedding website, create your registry and stay on track and on budget throughout the entire wedding process with their free planning tools. I have three really good friends getting married this year and they're all using Zola. And I know because they were telling me about how easy it is and it's just truly a one-stop shop and you know this girl loves efficiency right so my friends were telling me you can do it all in one place what a relief right and I know about Zola because I've bought so many gifts on registries via Zola and I just love how easy it is to send gifts keep everything organized everything is like done for you and we absolutely love that start planning at Zola.com that's Z-O-L-A dot com. Love starts with you. Show off your personal style every day with new Pandora pieces that set a shining example for the world to see. From big feelings to small messages and everything in between, beautiful hand-finished jewelry from Pandora radiates with your love from every angle. Create a look that's all your own with a unique mix of meaningful charms or choose from Pandora's sparkling collection of timeless designs perfect for making an eye-catching statement. With Pandora Jewelry's vast selection of rings, bracelets, earrings, necklaces, and charms, there's endless ways to love it, stack it, wear it, and share it. Style your everyday favorites with sparkling cuts, vibrant enamels, and playful designs, or truly make it your own with a personal engraving. Write a love note to yourself or your best friend with beautiful hand-finished jewelry from Pandora. Spell it out with handwritten charms, sparkling stacks, and iconic styles designed for every kind of forever. Pandora jewelry is the perfect way to share the gift of love with yourself and the ones closest to your heart. Shop now at Pandora.net. Pandora, be love. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. I personally have been talking to my therapist every single week about my stressful times and just getting everything off my chest, explaining the difficult situation I've been having at work and what has been weighing on me has made me feel one million times better. I really don't know what I would do without her. As you guys know, I talk to her every week. 
If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Tinks today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Tinks. Hot off the press from Maybelline New York, it's new Lifter Plump, an intense plumping lip gloss formulated with chili pepper to deliver a heated sensation for an instant plumping effect that lasts. From eight sizzling shades like Blush Blaze, Red Flag, Hot Honey, Cocoa Zing, and more, an extra large wand applicator transforms lips in one swipe. Learn more at Maybelline.com. For a limited time, get 10% off your Lifter Plump purchase on Amazon with code 10PLUMP. The joy of living alone. So Friday, we talked about how fucking awesome it is to have roommates, how fucking magical it is. And it had me completely in my feelings because I'm so grateful for my roommates. But I also strongly, strongly believe that everybody should live alone at one time in their life. I first lived alone when I moved to New York, when I was going to go to Parsons for my master's in fashion journalism. And I'm not going to lie to you guys. It was fucking rough. Like I've talked about that period in my life a lot, but the the transition from living with with three girls, my best friends to living alone was fucking gnarly. And at the same time as moving to a new city and starting grad school and feeling super lost and super overwhelmed and super behind and all that stuff like that was fucking intense but all that to say is I've come out the other side and I do for the most part love living alone and look not everything has to be good and bad as I was mentioning on Friday like you can mostly love living alone just like you can mostly love living with roommates some days I wish that I still live with someone that's why I have friends stay over so much of the time Chloe's always staying over um I love when my friends sleep over I have two spare rooms for that purpose like they're always set up for my friends to stay and there's often someone here because you know it's fun but learning to love living alone is the most powerful thing you can do because it's kind of a metaphor for life right it's you saying I can take care of myself and I'm responsible for my own life. And it's very, very empowering. So today we're going to talk about that. It's like foundational. That's what I wrote down here. And I I do agree with myself. I agree with my notes. It's foundational because it's like you can build from it. Even if you only live alone for a year, say, it's so good to know in the back of your mind that you can take care of yourself. Living alone is a key way to becoming your own best friend. I have talked about this before, but I think especially in your 20s when, you know, everything is moving so fast, you're working really hard, you're switching jobs, you're cycling through boys, whatever, there's changes in, in, you know, your friends and it just, it can feel so fast paced. And there often isn't time to like really get to know yourself. And also, by the way, you change so much in your 20s. So it's almost like you don't even know who to get to know kind of thing. But towards the end of your 20s, when, you know, I believe that people should try living alone if they can, um, it's that's when you kind of your personality starts to really the shape of you is really forming. And I know that that feels late, right? Because we're told like, oh, when you're 18, you're an adult. My ass, okay, my ass. I think that now with the modern world and everything that we're going through and the way that life is set up now, 
I'm not kidding you guys. I don't think you're an adult until until you're 30. Come and argue it with me. Come debate it with me. I'm not saying you can be irresponsible below the age of 30. I'm just saying I don't really think that people are like fully formed until they're 30, especially the ways that Gen Z and millennials change careers and jobs. Like we are just in motion a lot more than previous generations. So all this to say, I think, you know, around late 20s, 30s, if you can live alone, great, try it. And then it can be a vehicle to becoming your own best friend because then you have some data points. You're like, I like dating this type of person. I like being friends with these persons. Out of all the jobs that I've tried, this one is suits me the best. And then you can have the space to really get to know yourself. The reason that living alone is amazing, but also scary, it's kind of like a double-edged sword, right? It's because you are responsible for your own fun, comfort, everything. And that's amazing and empowering, but also scary. But it's also what makes you strong. Essentially, living alone is like proving to yourself that you are the master of your own universe. And when I moved to New York, I didn't feel that at all. I didn't know myself at all. And I think that that's what made it so scary. And like, look, I'm not going to lie to you. There were some dark times. Um, I watched all of Real Housewives of New Jersey from the beginning in my bed. I would just come home from class and because I didn't know how to act like I had been with my roommate. So always before when I'd come home, I mean, I had a nine to five job before, so it was different. But when I would come home, I'd have a roommate and they'd be like, let's cook something. Let's go on a walk. Let's go to a movie, whatever. And I was just alone. I didn't know what to do. So I just sat in my bed. And I would drink white wine and I would watch Real Housewives of New Jersey. And I did have friends, but I just couldn't recalibrate to living alone. I was like, I don't know what to do. Like, which is why I was like, oh, it's 3 p.m. Like, I'll have a glass of wine. Sure, whatever. Like, it took me a full year and it was like rock bottom in that year for a lot of reasons. But when I came out of it, I was like, living alone is incredible. So I don't want to scare anyone. And I also want to reassure anyone who is just about to live alone or just started living alone or considering it because the first year can be tough, but it's what makes you grow. It's what makes you strong. Because once you've done that, you're like, I can self-soothe. Like I know how to make myself happy. I know how to make myself feel better after a long day of work that's been shitty. Like all of a sudden, all of those things that your roommates used to do for you, like emotionally you learn to do yourself. And that is fucking crucial because then let's say you have a breakup or whatever. I know it's not really related, but it kind of is because it shows you that you can take care of yourself. You're like, okay, I'm in pain. This breakup sucks, but like I can take care of myself if I need to. Let's talk about some just like honest to God, great things about living alone because I feel like all I've done is like make you afraid. (laughs) Okay. Your temperature. You can always pick the temperature. Um, you can walk around naked when you come home there. Like once you get over the hump of living alone, anyone who has lived alone or is living alone will know this, that feeling of coming home after a day and just opening the door and being alone is like fucking sex. It's amazing. And you can just do all your weird single behavior. Like that episode of sex in the city, like it's called like secret single behavior. It's just like all the things you like to do by yourself. Like you can stand in your kitchen and eat weird combinations of food. You can have the radio on and the TV on. You can play music and shower really loudly. You can bring home a guy and have super hot, safe sex and make lots of noises and not worry that anyone's going to hear. You can throw a party 
at the drop of a hat if you want to you can build a fort in your living room because there is a there is a point you get to a point where you like you come home with roommates and you're like i just i can't handle it like i just need to be alone right now so this is all about celebrating living alone so you can do that you can get a pet okay highly recommend by the way so i've lived alone four different places in new york the second year of living in new york i actually did grow to love because I started to sort out my life. I went on my health journey and like started my like awakening or whatever you want to call it. Saturn return. You guys know the story of, of that. Um, started taking care of myself, started doing, that's also when I started doing single girl calendar management. If you haven't listened to that episode and you are a single gal, go listen to it. Um, and then when I moved to LA, the like temporary housing thing that I was in the studio above the strip club, that was really, really, really the toughest time I've ever lived alone because the space was so dark and it was not my own. Like it wasn't my own furniture. Like I just had two suitcases. It was all just like the standard shit in there. And there wasn't even like a couch and I'm, I'm making it sound like it was a hovel. It wasn't, it was a very nice dorm room I think you would call it whatever but it was just so dark and so scary and it was in COVID and I just associate that with like being alone and like thinking I was going to die alone like in that space so that was really scary and then I moved to like when I started making money from being an influencer I remember I moved to like my first big girl apartment in LA and it was actually beautiful and it was very light and I had a lot of good happy memories in there and it was fantastic and now I obviously I love my house and it's the best because of the cats and it's also a space that's just my own that I made how I like. So I want to go right into some tips on how to live alone um, or, you know, how to make it feel nice, <laughs> make it nice, Dorinda. That's actually one of the points, which is like, make your home a sanctuary. It doesn't matter if you're in a studio apartment in New York or you're in a house you rented wherever you live and wherever you live, make it your own. And I know that can be difficult if you're like, um, Tings, I don't have a ton of money to buy new furniture or I I'm not allowed to paint. That doesn't matter. You can do small things that make it feel special for you. So whether that's having, you know, fake flowers in a vase in on your counter that just bring joy, whether it's putting up Christmas lights, I don't care if it's tacky. Like I love fairy lights. I just think it's like the most beautiful ambient lighting. So like putting those up in your bathroom or near your bedroom or whatever, getting a salt lamp for that soft light, getting a, um, uh, like a speaker, getting a fuzzy rug on Amazon Prime Day, whatever it is, do those little things that make it feel special because it really should be a sanctuary for you. My next tip is kind of like the single girl calendar management, but essentially when you live alone, you control your calendar, obviously, and there's no built-in social life. Actually, that was a point that I missed in my last episode. So just shout out roommates because it's having it's like always having a built-in buddy to go out with, which is so nice. But like that's not available to you in your when you're living alone, but that's okay because we are big girls and we control our calendars and we control our lives. So notice your triggering times. Like as I mentioned on Friday's episode, for me it's Sundays. Like I get really lonely if I don't have anything to do. I always plan something on Sundays. Okay. Every single Sunday I have a plan. And if I'm feeling particularly lonely, I will make a plan like three times that week. So what I'm saying is if you live alone, be super aware of your habits and your desires when it comes to socializing and be proactive about it. Because it's not like having a roommate when someone's going to knock, when someone's going to come in on Friday and be like, you're not staying in. We're going out. Like we're going to this party. I heard of that. Like you just don't have that much 
you know, opportunity for random going out. So if that's something you're still wanting to do, make that plan. And if you have the space to host, host tonight. Like, I mean, I don't watch The Bachelor anymore, but like when I did a couple of years ago, I would always have people over to watch it. Or another fun thing is like, if there's award shows, like do that, host that. It's so fun to have people over when it's your space. I mean, I love hosting. So stay on top of your calendar. If you get lonely, stay on top of it. Another great thing to do is like book workout classes with friends in the morning, because not only does it like get you out the house on time, but it also, that's like such a roommate thing, right? You feel like that fun energy. You have that in the morning, like a hit of socializing and like serotonin and like coziness with your friend or whatever. Okay. This is kind of a funny point, but I really, really encourage you guys to do it. Have jokes with yourself, have private jokes with yourself. And I know you're thinking, she has officially left us. She is a crazy cat lady. What the fuck is this bitch talking about? I have so many private jokes with myself and it, it honestly makes life so fun and funny. Like I'll do something like say you do a mistake every day. Like I have one part of, of my coffee table that I like always hit my shin on. And now it's like a joke between me and myself. I'm like, oh, are you going to hit your leg again? Yep, you are. Ha ha. And then I do it like, you know, whatever. Do I sound mentally ill? Yes, I am mentally ill, but this isn't actually a symptom of my specific mental illness. This is genuinely, I think, a very funny and fun thing to do. So have jokes with yourself and um, also romanticize living alone. You better believe that I pretend that there is a camera on me and I am the lead in a Netflix rom-com or a 90s rom-com about, you know, a beautiful single girl living alone in LA and like I'm doing the the opening credits and I'm like getting my takeout food and curling up on my couch like very aesthetically and romanticize it like it's your life it's your space if you're in your living alone era like make it magical and beautiful and also sorry to be woo woo and like intense but I I need to be at all times mm. um just like when I tell you guys about like, oh, you you might meet the love of your life tomorrow. You might and you might move in with them or you might, you know, have a child next year and you will never be alone in the same way again. And one isn't bad and one isn't good. It's just different eras. So be grateful. Be grateful if you're, you know, living alone and you're starfishing in the middle of the bed or you have the entire closet. Like everything has like an equal and opposite. Right. So enjoy the time, enjoy the space to be creative and just really, really, really enjoy getting to know yourself and becoming your own best friend. Because, you know, for every hour that you spend alone, that is like reflective time. That is creative time. That is resting time. That's so beautiful. And that's not available to anyone else. Think about all the moms out there who are listening to this episode or whatever. And they're like, damn, I wish I could have an hour alone and just like chill and have that space. And, and of course they're in a different stage of their life, which is so beautiful and wonderful too. But like there's different stages. That's the point. And you should enjoy and relish in all of them because they're all so fantastic. So this episode goes out to all of the girls living alone because it's a boss move. It's scary as fuck. I know that but it's fucking cool. And it is a highway to getting to know yourself and getting to love yourself. And if you allow yourself to sink in and not be afraid and really view it as like an era, an era that will end at some point, most likely you can view it because you can really view it for the beautiful time that it is. So I know it can be a lot. I know it's scary to like keep on track of everything and call your, you know, landlord and do this and that and take out the 
trash and this, that, and the third, but it's very cool. And I'm proud of you for living alone. It's a really, really special time. So shout out you guys. I love you all so much. I will see you back here on Wednesday for the live show. Don't forget to call me. And if you're enjoying this pod, it would mean a lot to me if you'd share it with a friend. Thanks, you guys. I'll see you Wednesday. Bye. Hot off the press from Maybelline, New York, it's new Lifter Plump, an intense plumping lip gloss formulated with chili pepper to deliver a heated sensation for an instant plumping effect that lasts. From eight sizzling shades like Blush Blaze, Red Flag, Hot Honey, Cocoa Zing, and more, an extra-large wand applicator transforms lips in one swipe. Learn more at Maybelline.com. For a limited time, get 10% off your Lifter Plump purchase on Amazon with code 10PLUMP. Hear that? It's the call of the Crave. And when the Crave calls, you know what to do. Try the $5 Bacon Bundle, because the only thing better than a White Castle slider is a White Castle slider topped with crispy hickory-smoked bacon. So pick any two of either the Bacon Cheese Slider, 1921 Bacon Cheese Slider, or Chicken Bacon Ranch Slider, and also get a small fry for just $5 with the $5 Bacon Bundle. White Castle. Follow your Crave.